podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks. This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another show. I hope you're having a good start to your weekend. I thought it was going to be a pretty chilled weekend and I wouldn't have to make another news show regarding anything big breaking this weekend. But I should have known better regarding Chelsea. And it's all going to be today's show about Nicholas Jackson, the Villarreal forward that apparently is very close to joining Chelsea this summer. It is the striker search potentially coming to an end. It's a bit of a left field move for Chelsea in this area, but could that turn out to be a real positive step as Chelsea hope to revive the team, particularly the attack heading into next season? Before we get into any of that good stuff, please do hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. Really does help out if you enjoy the content. Please do hit that like button, helps more people find the content as well. Thank you for listening on the podcast feed. Let's get into it. So last night, David Ornstein breaking the story for The Athletic that Chelsea have agreed personal terms with Villarreal forward Nicholas Jackson. The 21-year-old who has a 35 million euros, that's around 29.8 million pounds, release clause has committed to the West London club. Chelsea now intend to negotiate with Villarreal to complete the deal and bring the Senegal international to Stamford Bridge this summer. We do have to give some credit to Nazar Kinsella, another regular Chelsea reporter here, uh, for breaking this story and kind of hinting at it with um, the Evening Standard, I, I believe a week or two ago, maybe even uh, things so move so fast in football and with Chelsea, it's, it's hard to know if something isn't the same week. But quite recently, I know he had reported on it, so you've got to give him credit for that. And he's reported today that Chelsea are now hoping to complete the 30 million deal for Jackson next week. Chelsea are acting quickly to secure the Senegal international after he was targeted by both AC Milan and Aston Villa, while the calibre of clubs interested continue to increase after Jackson scored nine goals in his final eight La Liga games of the season. Jackson, of course, represents a much cheaper option than, say, Victor Osiman and Atalanta youngster Rasmus Hoyland, who remains, of course, of, of interest. So this is, you know, a very left-field move for Chelsea outside the box. One of those players who... I don't think it's going to catch a lot of headlines. It's probably not going to be one that people are really excited about because it's not a big name. But I quite like it because, firstly, for the player moving to Chelsea, the expectation on him will not be as a saviour player. He's not coming in with this kind of huge, huge rep, um, reputation and huge kind of hype around him where he, he has to come in and be the ready-made star. At 21 years old, even though he has very impressive stats as we're about to go into, he is a raw player. He is someone who is a long-term signing, you hope. And for that fee, for what Chelsea could be getting in the long-term I think it will do well for the player, hopefully, is that not it won't all be on his shoulders to solve Chelsea's goal-scoring problems. And I also think it matches up, hopefully, well with, with Mauricio Pochettino. I like to think that Pochettino would have had some say along with the sporting directors. I'm curious to know 
Jackson standing out, you know, in terms of not having a massive sample size so far in his career, but he's clearly had a very good season for Villarreal and clearly, as we'll get into, has some things about his game that make him quite an interesting talent. And, you know, Chelsea are not a club, especially in recent years, to make these kind of shrewd deals, to make a signing for a player who's going to be the next big thing. And I'd like to think that Jackson could potentially develop into that especially under Mauricio Pochettino. Expected Chelsea uh, tweeted and looking at some of his numbers last night on Twitter that haven't watched enough of Nicholas Jackson, he says, to make a judgment, neither have I. Uh, but these are ridiculous numbers, he said. Um, these aren't the stats of a 35 million player at all. Very curious to check him out. Uh, FB ref, you know, you, I'll, I'll put it up on screen now. He is in the 89 to you know 90 percentile uh, for some of these stats. And again, given he is so young that that does stand out of course adaptation to the league you know really good runner form at a young age these are all kind of unpredictable variables especially for a young player but it is very encouraging he goes on to say a 21 year old who uh, in stats wise among the best in the league at finishing movement and a bunch of other crucial striker attributes that's a 60 million signing minimum and then someone replied to expected Chelsea's tweet and this is an analyst Om Arvin hope I've got that name right at OMVA Sports if you want to go and follow him who clearly has watched a bit of Jackson and he says he is very promising his movement beyond the last line in transition is what stands out first it's notable that he retains a lot of threat in behind and into the channels on a team that is very intricate in possession shows a good sense of timing and awareness of course different league La Liga and um, you know again moving to the Premier League but if we assume that Mauricio Pochettino may want to play, as we've seen in his career, a more direct style of football that isn't always um, about very, very precise possession football, that could help with his speed in behind. Just, again, you have to take... Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7-liter high-output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks. This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Things with a pinch of salt. Every single compilation that is made of a young player makes them look like Lionel Messi, basically. Makes them look like the next big thing. So you've got to take that with a pinch of salt and... Hopefully in the next week, I'll be looking to get some expertise on this player on the channel to kind of break down uh, who this player is, the pros and cons. But in terms of, of those things that match together with what the coach is, is wanting to do, you know, that's been a problem in itself. Profiling these players properly has been a big problem for Chelsea in the transfer window. Uh, but it's also, I think, encouraging that you've got a player who is is used to playing in a team that wants the ball. I think that is important to bring in a player who is used to being in that team and maybe at times when you are a centre-forward, you aren't touching the ball as much as you want to. You are going to be crowded out. That is something that every player that comes to Chelsea has to deal with, Is is especially when you're an attacker. You can't expect the space you get when you're playing for a lesser team. That's just the reality of football. So Nicholas Jackson, I think, is will hopefully proved to be a smart signing again I, I would like to see some more information in terms of how Chelsea came to this decision um, you know whether as well how this impacts other areas of Chelsea's recruitment 
because of course so much of this relies on Chelsea getting players out the door it does feel to be moving in a positive direction as we reach that 30th deadline with uh, Kai Havertz I think is the big, big one this week it seems like that could that could get done um, if of course Arsenal meet Chelsea's valuation and there's a compromise there Mateo Kovacic we spoke about this yesterday seems like Hakim Ziyech is likely going to be off to Saudi Arabia we know N'Golo Kante is going already um, there's probably some hope that Kalidou Koulibaly could potentially make a move elsewhere. So all around Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. So there, there is a lot of movement now. And I just wonder when we spoke about Moises Casado, for instance, you know, Moises Casado is going to cost Chelsea a lot and could potentially cost 100 million. Now, if you're spending a little bit less, of course, in centre forward, you bring in someone new, fresh legs, but then also you're you're kind of stocking yourself up that actually... We're going to put more funds into central midfield and into Moises Casado because he is the number one choice here. I, I don't know if that's that's coming to the equation here. Um, I, I would like to to kind of understand that situation as well. I also think you know how this impacts players currently in the squad. So if we assume that Aubameyang is off, Kai Havertz is off, um, Christopher Nkunku, of course, is is likely going to be announced soon as, as Chelsea players we suspect uh, after the French uh, internationals have, have been completed. You know, that again is a player that as a you know centre forward, arguably off off the centre forward, not a typical number nine. I don't think this is the worst thing in the world for Amanda Breuer. I would have been more concerned for Breuer's pathway in future if we had signed a big name, an awesome man, you know, for instance, if we'd gone out and signed a, a Vlajevic who had been linked. I know that Skorka, I think it was last night, did a, a comparison between Vlajevic and Nicholas Jackson and Jackson came out much more positively uh, than uh, Vlajevic, who's a player that I, I know some people who I respect, you know, not happy that Chelsea were even being linked to him. So I guess it gets you away from that. But I don't think it completely blocks the path because, again, this is not a player, at least from my sort of anticipation, it is not going to come in at, at his age and especially to Chelsea, which even though we've had a pretty awful season, will be seen as a massive step up in his career. You know, it's not going to be seen as... You know, he's definitely getting the first choice now. We're committing to this player. This is going to be the 100 million player that, that has to come in and play every week. That's not going to be who Nicholas Jackson is. And we also are not quite sure on the formation yet. I mean, could we play a, a 4 2 for instance? Could Breuer and Nicholas Jackson uh, play in the same team? I, I think that is one thing of interest to me as well. Let me know your opinions. Uh, hopefully this will get wrapped up. I, I'm obviously going to, we're going to take a longer look into this play. It's not... You know, again, it's one of these things with transfers, right? And, and you know, we can't have a go at Chelsea, you know, because I, I do think there is contradiction here in terms of some people wanting to, for, for Chelsea not to indulge superstars anymore, for Chelsea not to go in for big egos, for Chelsea to find players who, you know, will work really hard and, you know, will develop and, and our sort of, our transfer business will look a lot more competent. You can't, you know, argue for that, but then also want the big names because they give you the bigger dopamine hit and it makes people more excited. And I was speaking to Alistair Gold on um, Spurs uh, correspondent for Football.London on the View from the Bridge podcast. And, you know, he was saying, and I think we all kind of know this with Pochettino, the players that work best under his methods are younger players who can very much, you know, he can he can influence, he can uh, gain a good relationship with and will adapt to his methods. And I think that's what you want from from a younger core. And that just fits what the coach wants to do. So I think in that aspect, when we are recruiting players, you want players of that ilk that are going to work and grow with Mauricio Pochettino at Chelsea. At least that's what I'd assume the thinking would be, along with those kind of profile things um, that obviously need to, to align as well when you're signing a player. Let me know your thoughts. Have a great rest of your weekend and I'll see you again very soon. All the best. 
Social Podcast Network.